at JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details.
welcome, 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 welcome to the um, the Law of Attraction. Welcome, welcome, welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday the 8th, and um, ironically, this is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, yours truly the host, and ironically, I had, um, you know, written the show up and everything, and I got onto the... Uh, the studio went in the back end on the studio and it says oh create a show and I'm like what what are you talking about create a show and so I was like oh no you didn't and I did because I actually put the wrong date I had it I had it go live um yesterday and it was it was the wrong date I needed the eighth instead of the seventh so here we go. Welcome to My Life, My Choice. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes. My imagination truly ran away with me. I'll be uh, 60 to 90 minutes. My co-host, uh, and I know you can all hear her in the background. I don't know what she's doing. but um, Seriously? You can hear me? My, uh, yeah, I could hear whatever you were moving and doing all of that, Jazz. So what, my you can still hear me come... now? Because my thing's turned yes. off. No, you, no, love. Not at all. Hello. Right. Hello. <laughs> yeah, everything's a bit. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It might be the um, the alignment of the planets. I just. I've got no idea. Okay. All right. Because um. But as you, it on, it's on, it's as on you mute, can, so you shouldn't be able to hear me. As, as you can, let's see if I do it on my end. Keep talking. Say something. <laughs> Okay, because now you're on mute. Now you're muted. I, I knew it worked. Didn't you hear the beep? Okay, all right. All right, all right, all right, because I put it on mute. But anyway, guys, my co-host, that's Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the UK. I'm in sunny, sunny Las Vegas. Uh, today I'm talking about doing the right thing. Excuse me. Am I doing the right thing, working at what I'm good at, but not what? But not, but it's not my passion. Okay, and that, this is this is actually something that's really, really, really important. You know, very, very important. Um, but that being said, Liz, how are you, darling? Ola, now I can't hear you if you're talking. Okay, no, I, uh, you can hear me now, right? Yes. You can hear me now, yeah? Wins. Yes. Hello. Yes. You yes. can. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. No, because I had um, done it on the the back end thing. I'd done the mute on the back end thing, and that works. But the one on my headset doesn't work, even though it's got the light on saying it is. It obviously mm-hmm. isn't. So I don't know what's going on. Because before, when I phoned in the first time, um, my everything was coming out of the speakers of the laptop. Um, oh. Then I changed the, the I changed the USB socket, and now mm-hmm. okay, it, I can. It's coming through the head headset, but. Um, the you don't have control over it. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, but anyway, no, I'm 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 good. How are you? Yeah, not 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 too bad, darling. Needless to say, because um, I'd been shopping and I came back because I had my stuff set up and um, needless to say, a little frazzled. You know, mm-hmm. a little yeah. frazzled. Mm-hmm. You know, you get home and you go to put the show on and it's like. No, you need to create a show. And you're like, what? What are you chatbot? 
I did this yesterday. <laughs> I did this from whatever day it was. I was all because you, you actually on my you day. did it early. You did it early this week, didn't yeah. you? That that is what the problem was right there. <laughs> that is what the problem is right there. That that whole thing, because I did that whole thing early. So, um, but anyway, I'm going to just post this out. I'm going to, I'm going to blast this out because uh, I would imagine that people uh, actually tuned in yesterday and the link and the link, um, Actually, everything's off, isn't it? Every everything's off. Anyway, so that being said, um, yeah, it's all good. It's a wonderful world. I don't care. It's a wonderful world. I don't care. <laughs> I just oh, don't I see, care. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. Right. <laughs> I love technology, you know. I love technology um, when when I do it and it's done right. <laughs> so I love I love technology when I do it and I do it right. But when it's wrong, when it's wrong, it's really, 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 really wrong. When it's wrong, it's really, really, really wrong. But anyway, sweetheart, so all's good in your world. Anything anything new? Uh, no, not really, Wins. Not at the moment. No. Not at the moment. No. No, no all, all's good on this side of the world, Liz. Um, it's just been, um, as you can see, it's just been um, really, really erratic. I don't, mm. I don't know how mm. to... Everything's, you know, it's like everything's just been thrown up in the air and it's all just sort of like raining down on you and you're trying to protect yourself, you know, you know, you know, protect the head at all costs, you know, because it's all, it's all raining down on you, you know. Click the link. Right. So anyway, let's, that's that done and let's roll right into it. There you go. Let's roll right into it. So. doing the right thing, working at what I'm good at, but it's not my passion. I think that many people, and I really mean this, many people find themselves in this particular particular um, predicament. So is what you're doing your life's passion? Or is what you're doing how you make money and actually how you want to make money. The distinction between the two is really, really important. And there is a huge difference between the two. And uh, when I say this to people, you know, like when I'm lecturing and I say this to people, there's people literally I can hear them say, but can't I do both? Well, in actual fact, you can't. You actually can't. And there are many, many, many people who would disagree and disagree Venomous, 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 like with venom. Yet the universal law states, and the universal law of space, uh, the universal law of space states clearly that no two things can occupy the same space at the same time. Now, many people have missed out on living their dream, and not only living their dream, but um, 
Many people have missed out on living their dream. And not only living their dream, but um, not having what they want in life. Not having their dream life. Because they've chosen to pursue a career instead of choosing to pursue their passion. You know, get a real job. That's what they say. And do your passion on the side. You know, because artists starve. And people of that ilk live a hand-to-mouth existence. And you don't want to be like that. You need a real job so that you can provide for yourself. So where does that leave you in the understanding of what's at stake? And you wanting to pursue your passion, where does that leave you? And so that's something that we're, we're actually going to um, talk about today or I'm going to talk about today. Um, my my co-host, uh, I don't know what's happening on her end, but like I said, this troubles, worries in the dance. So anyway, um, that's what we're actually going to talk about today. And so is... Is what you do in your life passion? And that's one of the things sort of like that I, I, I actually want you to ask yourself and to roll that around your head. And are you doing what you're doing because it's how you make money? And it's the only way you, you, you think that you can make money. Millions of people, and I really mean this, millions of people all over the world And this doesn't matter whether it's a third world country, second world country, first world country. It doesn't matter. Millions upon millions of people all over the world on a daily basis are currently working in jobs to make money. And they're not even remotely passionate about what they're doing. They're not even, that passion doesn't even come into it. And one of the things that I want you to understand is, um, and as I had here in my, in my, in my um, actual blog that I'd written, oh, don't get me wrong, they're very, 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 very good at what they do. So they do it. They do it. But they're not passionate about it. They're absolutely not passionate about it. And, you know, this actually sets up a premise for people's lives to unfold in a way that um, it, it, it has a knock-on effect. It really has a knock-on effect. It will impact your relationship with yourself, above all, and then how you relate to others, then how you relate to self health-wise, the whole nine yards. But you see, people don't understand that. They, don't, they, they only see, which to a certain degree is right, They only see themselves in this moment. I come from, I come from an era. I come from an era where we are groomed. I mean, literally groomed by societal dictates to take your place in the world. This grooming is governed by and heavily influenced by trade and commerce. And you see, 
That's the way that you are educated to take your place as a cog in that wheel, to keep that wheel moving. And that wheel happens to be the wheel that people who are in industry, it's the wheel that they create. And so therefore, in order for you to become a cog in that wheel, whether you are the CEO cog or whether you are the janitor cog or the cleaner cog or whatever it is, whatever part that you play, you are being groomed and influenced by this machine. And passion will, with confines of the machine, within the confines of the business, passion, yeah, that's okay. You know, they kind of look at it as, you know, you're someone who can take initiative and, you know, you bring fresh, a fresh approach to an old idea. That's fine. But real passion, your passion for what it is that you want to do, there's no real room for people to express their passion, let alone even um, explore it. Because, you see, that's outside the box. And you're wanted inside the box. You see, because if you step the wheels of this machine, who's going to move the, the wheels of industry? And what people don't realize, and I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here a little bit, what people don't realize is that um, the people who create this kind of, um, this, this, this dichotomy, this, this thing, you are engaged within their rules of engagement. <laughs> You're playing by their rules. So if you take something like the car industry, and um, at one time it was intensely human labor force heavy, you needed the hands to put the bolts, to put the nails, to put the, the screws, to put the this, to put the that, to make the car. Well, in their infinite wisdom, and I'm all for technology, but some of it is really out, out of greed. It's about profit. They've decided that machines can do that. And so all the people who had that training, who were groomed as we have been groomed, I come from, to take your place in industry, in trade, in commerce, they've been left high and dry. And they need to do something else, but they haven't been trained to do anything else. They haven't been um, encouraged to tap into self and, hey, what is your passion? In the synopsis, I said, which is true, people will say to you and they, whoever they are, and you will, they'll say to you, get a real job. You know, kind of do your passion on the side. Because you and I both know that artists starve and people of that ilk live from hand to mouth. And so therefore, people are not encouraged. They're not encouraged to, to pursue their passion. You know, when they go to school, if they're going to go to, um, if they're going to go to college and or not, if they're going to go to uni and or not, 
if they're going to do any kind of higher education and or not, you're constantly being asked, well, what, are you, what do you want to do? And most people answer in regard to this wheel, this cog, this beast, this industry. They don't talk about their passion. Kids are already thinking about, well, what can I do to fit in what's out there and how can I make the most money? And my thing is that they need to be thinking about what am I passionate about? You see, if, if, if uh, what's his name, Steve Jobs wasn't passionate about communication and communication with a telephone device or a two-way device, we wouldn't have many of the things that we have in regard to the telephone, the iPhone, the smartphone. We wouldn't have them. Um, Bill Gates wasn't passionate about being able, again, to communicate, but to communicate in a different way, using a computer or using a laptop, using a notebook, using a, an iPad, which is Apple, not you know PCs, not Microsoft, but using these things, we may not have them today. And when you think on the, no- the knock-on effect, what I am doing here today, the show that Olivia and myself are doing here today, if that hadn't come into being, we wouldn't be doing this. Because I'm using a PC. What are you using, Liv? Hello. Okay. My lap- <clears throat> Sorry, my laptop. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm using a desktop. She's using a laptop. And these guys were passionate. I mean, passionate, passionate enough where, you know, they didn't, they didn't uh, well, at least Bill Gates, didn't actually finish college. Shipping. Oh, that's it. Brought it to a whole new level in the 20th century at any rate. Didn't finish school. I don't even know if he went to school. You see, if you think, if, if, you, if you're going to think about you in regard to what you're passionate about, you're going to have to step outside of the realm of how do I fit into this institution that has already been created? So thoughts, Liz? Um, yeah, I mean, everything you said is, is, is kind of spot on, Wendy. I mean, uh, one of the things I would say is that, um, you know, you're talking about the machine, you know, uh, being the cogs in the, in the machine. And yeah, we, we may be the cogs in the machine, but, the machine is also held in bondage by the cogs for it to be able to exactly. function. The machine, exactly. you know, you, you, the machine will um, still function without you because it will adjust to your absence. But, you, you know, it, it, being not being part of the machine, I suppose it's actually really hard to do because you hear these people who, you know, they go off and they're sort of like, um, they're self-sufficient in everything and, you know, mm-hmm. but they still got to pay their taxes and this and that mm-hmm. and the other. So there's no actually getting away. Well, it seems as though there's no actual getting away. Well, in actual fact, there are ways around, apparently, you know, having to, not having to pay tax and all that sort of stuff. But, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you leave a job, someone will come and take a place. I mean, that's just how it goes. 
Um, so, so the machine will, stunk, will still function if you're not around. Uh, the other thing was that you know you were talking about uh, the, you were talking about the car industry. I watched a video. You might have seen it. It was going around on Facebook. I think it was yesterday where they have made this 3D cement printer, where it actually builds houses. You, know, okay. you, you don't you, you okay. don't need um, you don't need to sort of like manpower anymore to build houses. That seems to be the way it's going to go. And 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 this 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 is what I mean, okay, Lou. Now, this is floating around out there. The one that I saw was about a car part. They, you know, they're three D car parts. They're they're already doing that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the one about the house, but I'll look for it. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the thing. This is floating around out there on Facebook, but it's out there in cyber world. Okay. Now I see this, and you see this. I see that, and I saw the thing about the car parts, and I was like, damn, that's made a whole group of people redundant. Mm, mm, and that's the mm. first thing that floated through my mind. Mm, mm. And so I, I, so I sort of said to myself, and I saw this yesterday, actually, and I'd written this show up on Sunday, whatever day it was, and I saw this, and all I said to myself is, you know, people really need to start doing what they want to do. Yeah. And not what the mach- they are encouraged to do. Because when when the machine, when you've been, you know, when you're obsolete, the machine will, you know, kick you to the wayside. You know, it will kick you to the curb. And 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 not even blink an eyelid. Yeah. Not not bat an eyelid. And and there 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 go you. There go you. Um. And so for me, it's like for people, it's like wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You know, somewhere along the line, and I say this frequently, or I use part of this phrase frequently, you know, somewhere along the line, we've been sold a a, a bill of goods that we have willingly, we have purchased this bill of goods that states, you need to get a job and let your passion be your hobby. We've been told in no uncertain terms that certain things that people are passionate about will not earn them enough money to buy a crust of bread, let alone water to drink. You know, they've been told in short, you cannot make a living doing what you are passionate about because you won't be able to keep body and soul together, and that's bullshit. You look at anybody out there who is passionate about what they're doing, and please, guys, don't confuse the the highs and lows and the dramas that unfold in their life with them living their passion. Don't, don't confuse that. But again, you look, you look at Steve Jobs, his life was very tumultuous. You look at Michael Jackson, very tumultuous. You look at Whitney Houston, tumultuous life. You look at, I, I don't know, who, who, whoever, whoever's out there under the spotlight. Some of them, it's a little bit more down, down key, it's down low. Or some of them, you know, they, they, they misbehave, but they go to, to places like Canada. So it's not all in your face. You know, they're, they're not going to misbehave on their own, you know, on their, on their own doorstep. But don't confuse the ups and downs of their life with them not living their passion. They're living their passion. They're living their passion. Uh, and when you speak to them, you know, they will always tell you 
in no uncertain terms. You know, I haven't done enough. And I am evolving. And I want to evolve. I haven't learned half of the stuff that I need to learn. And they'll tell you that. That I have to keep going. There's something inside of me that that compels me to keep going. And they're living their passion. They're living their passion. So guys, if you've actually purchased this bill of goods, as I'm here to tell you, you need a refund so that you can use your spiritual currency on developing in the field that you are passionate about. You know, who made that rule that artists are always poor and half-starved? Or who said, you know, if you choose the life of a musician, you're going to be living hand-to-mouth. Or if you, if you flip hamburgers, you're going to be living paycheck to paycheck and you'll never, ever make any money. Well, I worked in McDonald's, so did Olivia. <laughs> I worked in McDonald's. And I'm here to tell you, if I knew then what I knew now about McDonald's, I'd be a franchisee owner, flipping burgers right there with the people. I would be a franchisee, franchisee's owner, a franchisee owner of maybe a two, three, four million pound store. Putting ground beef or, or minced meat between two pieces of bread, some chips, and a drink. All right? So, Don't let people tell you how your life will unfold if you're going to do your passion. Don't let people tell you that. And of course, it's never too late. The one thing that I can say safely, you know, it's about um, uh, like Facebook and um, Instagram and, you know, some of the different platforms, social media platforms that they have out there. You know, the thing that really springs to mind is that, that the um, Chinese dude, the model. Do you know what I'm talking about? The old guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the white hair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, looking like Zeus or Titan or whatever. <laughs> King Tut- look, like, looking like one of those, one of, one of the, um, what do you call it, mythological characters which we're finding out they're not so mythological after all. Um, but looking like that, I mean, dude, what was he live? 75, 80 or something? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah down the run, run, down the run, walking down the runway, you know, and came up hard. He had a hard life. He had a humble beginning, if you will, then. And he's on the catwalk in all his glory, in all his 80-year-old glory, and looking, looking tutor. I know some of my Jerry, I know Miss Annie would have liked him. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Annie, uh, guys, you know Miss Annie. Miss Annie goes to Fredericks of Hollywood. Miss Annie's nearly 90 and she buys those, I don't know what you call them, um, but they, I'm they, sure she they make you butt I'm sure you, she wouldn't appreciate <laughs> you telling everyone this. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd be cool with it. She, no, she'd no, be cool with it. She'd be cool with it. 
But hmm. yeah, no, 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 no. But no, she, she'd be, she'd be hot to trot for him. He'd have to be running. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have to be running. I'm serious. He'd have to be running. But that's that. That being. That being said, um, don't let anybody tell you, you know. One of the things that I had wanted to do, um, and I mean really wanted to do, but evidently did not have the actual, I don't know, backbone or wherewithal or what have you, was I wanted to be a mortician. But I wanted to be the type (laughs) of mortician who recreated, you know, like if somebody was in a real accident and half their head was gone or something, I wanted to be able to um, recreate that so that you know if they were having an open coffin they looked all right mm-hmm. and I was telling mom and she said no no Wendy <laughs> <laughs> and that was that no you know <laughs> and again I come from that era you know nowadays you tell kids no and they're, 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 they're bound, bound and determined to tell you well I wasn't actually asking you I was telling you <laughs> oh right, I see. Yeah, it, Dibs, am I lying? No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, they're, they're, they're bound and determined to. You know, I wasn't asking you. I was actually telling you, and it, that was only a courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> that was only a courtesy. So, um, you you were McDonald's. You weren't Burger King, were you? You were McDonald's, right? No, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. No, oh, because it was Michelle and Joy. And Vitus and then they were all they were all the competition. They were all in um, Burger King. <laughs> They're all in Burger King. They all work Burger King. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, because really and truly, and I say this quite frequently, you know, if I knew what I knew then about um, uh, McDonald's, shoot, mm. you know, and I I think about um, you know some of the people who in my life who actually were working one one of the first McDonald's here. And Luce, that was that nearly thirty-five, forty years, mm-hmm. and it and it was Shepherd's Bush, and um, you know she went from being you know just you know flipping burgers, blah blah, to manager to area manager, uh, no to um, uh, you know like I guess shift manager to this and working their way up, and, and they were grooming, but we all had this thing like oh no, this is like a glorified wimpy bar, mm, mm-hmm. not so much. Mm-hmm. Not realizing, not realizing, not realizing the potential, and that's the other thing, guys. Let let me phrase this this way, as well, just as a as a segue. Wherever you find yourself in life, wherever you're working at in life, recognize that there is always potential, and there's potential to grow exponentially. There's potential to grow. Do you know? Many of the spiritual texts, including the Bible, or many of the spiritual texts actually say, follow your heart your heart, and all things will be given unto you. Now, from the Bible, Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 21, it says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And these are words of wisdom to live by. And these words of wisdom state clearly, follow your passion and not the money. Because when you follow your passion, what happens is, and you truly follow your passion, the universal law says that the money has to be given and added to you. 
And it's not only money. You will enrich your life and you will enrich the lives of millions, I'll say millions of people. You can enrich the lives of so many people and you would never, ever know. You would never know that by you doing what it is that you really want to do, you will never know how you have touched the lives of other people and in a way that allows them to give themselves permission to step outside of the box and live their passion. So many people are currently working at jobs that they're not passionate about. You know, Liz, and I can say that I've done that, you know, and I, I, I'm very good at what I do. When mm-hmm. I go to work, I'm very good at what I do. And because I don't like being told what to do, <laughs> I excel and I excel, I excel very quickly. Mm-hmm. I excel so that there may be only one or two people above me telling me what to do. Because, you know, this whole chain of command when there's like four or five people, oh, I, oh that doesn't work for me. That just doesn't. And, and I know myself like that. And so I've worked in jobs where I'm, I'm excellent at. Really good. But was it my passion? No. Was it my passion? No. And, and for you, Liv? I think, because, um, you know, I think from when I was at school, funny enough, I was thinking about this today because I was doing some um, design work for their T-shirts. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking, I wonder what I would be doing now if, mm-hmm. like, because once again, it was mum because I wanted to do art just as one of my mm-hmm. subjects. I wasn't saying I just wanted to, I didn't say I just wanted to do art. It was just one of the subjects. And she was like, no, no, you can't do art. So as you say, you know, back in the day, it was like, okay, well, I can't do art. But I, I, I today, as I said, I, I, I was wondering, I wonder what the difference would have been if um, I had been doing, if mum had sort of like said, okay, fair enough, if that's what you want to do, then go ahead. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that wasn't her mm-hmm. way, really. It was mm-hmm. No, and it was, and, and I, I mean, for... For people, I mean, it, it's very, it's very quintessential um, West Indian. It's like no, um, they're looking for you to have a different type of educational foundation, and and that's what they're looking for. But in the shuffle, and this isn't, um, you know, casting blame or aspersion or anything like that. It's the skill set that they had, mm-hmm. and so it's it's it, it's like okay, in the shuffle. What what happened? What happens to what we want to do? Or you know, you say that you'll do a subject, and you know, this I chose sociology, and that I got the thumbs up, the green light, because I wanted to be a nurse, and the nurse was rated worse than being um, a mortician. The nurse yeah, was like, yeah. oh hell no. Yeah, because even even ah. like doing the sec- secretarial stuff, Mum was like, no, no, no. Okay. You know, and it was like, okay, well, what the frick do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> but yet still she wasn't telling you what you wanted to do, what she wanted you to do, and I'll give her that. Because mm. mm. she never told me. Did she ever tell you what you must do? No, no, no. 
No, she never ever she told made, me what she I'm made suggest she made suggestions. Well she didn't actually tell me, no. Oh wow, she made suggestions too. I never got any suggestions. I I, I, I think my, my all my suggestions were so far out that um usually to see I can I can all I can see her face right now, you know, because mum like her eyes don't really get big but you can see that it's like deer in a headlight. <laughs> And then she was just quiet for a second, and she was like, no. <laughs> no, she blinked. Actually, she blinked a couple of times. Mm. And then she was like, no. Mm. That was the mortician mm. thing. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 Yeah, it was, it was mum it was yeah. who suggested I did catering. And because I didn't know what I wanted to do, I thought, okay, fair enough. And not passionate about it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and though... That, that being said, I have to say, uh, on for me, for me, lives on a personal level, that all the things that I did do, it, it has held me in good stead. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I've learned yeah. something. I've learned something from it that can, that can be applied. I've also learned that the wisdom here of Matthew six and or the spiritual text, follow your heart, and all things will be given unto you, and not just monetary things, but the enrichment. Help. You know, one of the things I said, I said, guys, and there was something that you said, Olivia, uh, about, okay, more than one, more than one thing, because I want to come back to this. Um, it's vitally important. See, guys, when, when you do stuff that you're not passionate about, what happens, you self-sabotage. And that self-sabotage might come over a year, over 20 years. Over 30 years, over you're going to self-sabotage because you're not doing what you really want to do. You are settling. You are settling. And that's not how you live life. That is not how you live life. Now, many people are working in jobs, as I said, they're very, very good at, but they're not passionate about it. But the job pays the bills. And then it kind of affords a certain lifestyle. I'll never forget talking to one of my girlfriend's uh, sons. He, he, he had graduated from um, Yale. And he, he, you know, he's going to be an attorney. And, of course, he comes out of Yale and um, he graduates, you know, like top of his class and all this jazz lives. And, of course, the, the firms, the law firms, they are on him like white on rice. And, you know, he gets out of college and he's being offered jobs, 250000 300000 385000 was actually one of them, all right? And I was like, dude, really? I was like, damn, really? And so he said to me, do you know, um, Wendy, he said, if I take that job, I am going to handcuff myself. There'll be golden handcuffs, but there'll be handcuffs. Whichever way you slice them, they could be padded. I'm going to handcuff myself. He said, because I'm going to start a lifestyle which actually is going to require more than I'm actually going to earn, and I'm going to start living a lifestyle. And because I've started living this lifestyle, I now put myself in this box where I cannot give up this job because not only am I living beyond my means, I don't 
the money to live the way that I want to live if I choose to do something else. And he said, on top of it, all I'm going to be is, and this is no offense to anybody out there, is a glorified um, clerk, law clerk, and or, if he said, if I'm lucky, a paralegal, a glorified paralegal. And he chose not to do that. So he went, he worked for a firm, but he worked for two firms, maybe over a period of like five, six years, that sort of thing. And that was to get his rhythms, understanding, get out there, blah, 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 blah. Dude opened his own, his own law firm. He started from home. He started from home lives. He was at home. Okay. And I know he wasn't enjoying being at home because he's a social butterfly. And Liz, it just took, it, it has just grown exponentially. Because he's doing, law was his passion, doing what he's passionate about. But he's doing it his way. You know, last year, I think him and his family, they went to, they went to France. They were, every time I looked on, on um, Instagram, there were pictures of them. They did like this European tour. And he said, I can do that because I'm doing my passion and I can do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'm getting paid for it. And not only is he enriching his life, but that of his kids, because I said to him, I was like, hmm, should I choose to incarnate? I'm going to incarnate to be you and your wife's child, mate. <laughs> that's, where, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. But this is this is the thing. You know, you're going to do a job and then you lock yourself into, you, you lock yourself into um, a, 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 a lifestyle that in order to afford it, you either are going to need to find another job like that and or bring somebody into your life that can help blah, 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 blah. And, 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 and it just snowballs. It just snowballs. One of the things that you said a little earlier, you were talking about art. And, you know, let me just, before I get on this track, here's the rub on this, guys. Mum had said no about the art, and basically it's because with art, what can you do? You can't really feed yourself. You can't do this. You can't do all of that. Blah, 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 blah. How can you keep body and soul together? Blah, 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 which isn't, actually, which isn't true. It's not true. Now, that being said, um, what was it, Libs? How long ago? About four years ago? Five years ago? After after we did the coaching, what was that? About five, six years ago? I can't, I don't yeah. know. I can't remember. Yeah, it might be about four years. It might be about four years. Yeah? Yeah, maybe about four I'm years, yeah. Mm-hmm. coaching class in 2005. 2005? Was that that but long anyway. ago? No, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. But anyway... Um, uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, for about four years ago. It's longer than that, though, Liz. I know it is. About four years ago, um, you did the the coaching program, yada yada yada, and um, you decided you were going to do art. And the thing that stands out to me about that was the creativity with the mediums that you were creating for yourself. You weren't using somebody's medium, mm. and when I think it was. Um, I, I think it was Michael and David, one of their cousins, 
asked which college you had attended mm. based on what you were doing. And, you know, for me, that was phenomenal. This speaks of passion. This speaks of passion. And when it's there, it's there. Do, 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 you, uh, do you follow what I mean, Liz? Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I mean, even like uh, we're doing the, the catering also, you know, it wasn't art per se, but there is an art in it. You know, and then doing yeah. the, yeah, even like doing the um, confectionery, you know, doing the Easter eggs and the cakes and all oh, the rest of it, Easter. you know, oh, decorating it, God. decorating them and stuff like There's an art to that as well. Because I remember like doing flowers because you had to do the sugar, the sugar work. And um, I did flowers and, you know, everyone did them exactly how, you know, the lecturer had said, oh, this is how you do them. But I did mine differently. You know, I put, I, I actually added um, color you know, things of colour. And she looked at it and she said, oh, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I like all the colour on it. <laughs> and I just thought, I really don't care what you, what you think. Oh, I'm online. <laughs> but and I had done exactly it different, right. differently from her. So it was like, oh, no, no. But she must probably saw how dry she was as a teacher. <laughs> dry. <laughs> you know, but yeah. And and that's it. That that's the kind of thing that shows that shows passion. That that shows passion. And one of the things that you had said, Olivia, was that um, you know art was one of the things mm. that you were interested in. Guys, you can be passionate about more than one thing. You know, pe- people. There's this phrase. How do you um, uh, jack of all trades and master of none? That's BS, mate. That's that's BS. You can be passionate about many things and you can pour your passion into many things and as many things as you are able to, and I'll use the word control, um, but control in the sense attention. Give it attention and detail to it, the, the amount of detail to attention that's needed. So you're not just stuck on one track. You are a multi-dimensional being. And as a result, you can be passionate about more than one thing. And that will I, show I, its head. I think a lot of times whatever there, you're there's, doing. A, there's a thread that runs in everything that yes. you do. You know, it will be yes. like with me, it was artistic. Um, and it was always whatever I did, it was the same. The, the artistic, the artistry was there. So I suppose if someone mm-hmm. is into numbers, they might, you know, they might work at a bookies for a while, or you know, do do, diff, do different <laughs> things. But the, but the thread, the, the, but the numerological thread is there, you know. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, like if you if you're if you're into um, color, like I was into, um, uh, and I would phrase it that this way, uh, very, yeah, I, I was into fixing people i.e. helping people, fixing people. And that's a thread that has run current with who I am. That's a, that's that's the, that's the thread that you will see running through everything that I do. You know, I, I, I've always liked to be telling people, and it's a thread <laughs> that runs through what I do. Only, you know, I just do it a little differently. You know, I, I just do it a little differently. But that's a thread that runs true and concurrent with who I am. And it always will. 
The other thing with when you are not um, living your passion, or as I had here in my blog, how many of you are in relationships, intimate, familial, platonic, or otherwise, that you're not passionate about? How many of you are in relationships, not just work? How many of you are in relationships that you're not passionate about? Because you see, if you're working in a job that you're not passionate about, the knock-on effect is that it will, it will, um, it will taint. Literally, that brush stroke will touch everything of your life. You see, you're not compartmentalized. You're not compartmentalized. Irrespective of what people say, you know, okay, I do this over here and I cut this off and I'm like this here and I blah, blah. You're not compartmentalized. And eventually, eventually, whatever divider you have in place is going to disintegrate. Whatever divider you have in place will disintegrate. It's vitally important that as you start looking at your life, you start having a conversation with yourself about what you are passionate about. You know, at the end of the day, are you passionate about you? Are you passionate about your life? Are you passionate about living life? And if the answer is no, my question to you is, what does it look like? What does it look like for you to become passionate about you and your life? What does it look like? The word passion, passion actually means to compel. You know, the word, the word passion actually speaks to compelling power, a compelling power or the feeling or the feelings that you have towards, of course, people, places and things in your life. And this, this, ah, this is actually... Wherever your passion is, whether you are consciously aware of it or not, wherever your passion lies, this is what's going to manifest in your life. Now, hear me clearly. If you are in a relationship and you or and or a job, however it flows for you, and you are constantly telling yourself how dispassionate you feel, about this relationship or about this job. This is where your focus is. And believe it or not, your focus and your intention and your attention build passion. This is why people don't understand, you know, why things manifest in their life that they didn't want to manifest. And they don't understand because your focus is there. Your attention is being placed with intention on this thing. So passion, once again, speaks to the compelling power of the feeling or the feelings that you have towards people. So as a choice as 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 a choice expert, 
and an expert on the laws of attraction. I tell people, and I do tell people, that they need to be living, working, and breathing at their passion, not living, working, and breathing at what they don't want, what they don't like, what they wish didn't happen. What, no, you need to be living and breathing and working at your passion. Now, when I say this to people without fail, and this has happened maybe three times this week already without fail, so as I had here in my blog, you know, when I, when I say this to people, the answer I get without fail is on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis is I don't know what I'm passionate about. Excuse me. I don't know what I'm passionate about. Thing I'm passionate about won't pay my bills. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let's take a little look at number one. I don't know what I'm passionate about. Well, here's, here's, here's the bottom line on this. Saying that you don't know what you're passionate about shifts the blame, shifts the blame away from your life that you are finding to be less than satisfactory. Owner, on as I've got here, on the shoulders of God knows who or God knows where. So saying you don't know what you are passionate about shifts the blame away from you for having a less than satisfactory life that you are currently living and places it where? The irony here is you and only you can and are living your life based upon the choices that you have made. You can't do... It, it, it cannot be any other way. So saying you don't know what you're passionate about is a choice. Is a choice. And if that's, if you are okay with that choice, then, then it's fine. But if your life is less than satisfactory, and satisfactory is par for me at course, at, at, it, it, it's par at best. But if you're okay with that, then, then it's cool. Actually, this show's not even for you if you're cool with that. But saying you don't know what you're passionate about is a choice. And don't get that twist. Now, hear me clearly. I'm not saying that any of this is easy. What I am saying is you need to do the work. This is your life. It's your life. It's your choice. If you want something different, you're going to have to do the work to get it, to be different. And that work starts with you a couple of weeks ago or earlier this and I can say this now, earlier this year, we're in March. Earlier this year, we did a show on, on your imagination. How about re-listen to the show and start there? So, you know, you don't know what you want. And as I said, saying you don't know what you want, uh, or phrase it this way, you don't know what you are passionate about. It's a choice. And again, so is floating through life and living the lifestyle that you have chosen for yourself. It's a choice. Flowing through life, living the lifestyle that you've chosen for yourself, it's a choice. Yet as you have, you have, uh, yet as you live your chosen lifestyle, most people, and I say most people, I can't say all, as you are living your chosen lifestyle, 
Most people are truly aware of this undercurrent, this undercurrent that, 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 that just, it, it's like this little cloud of dissatisfaction. It's like a shadow. It follows them about. And it follows them about, and in some way it feels that their life is sadly lacking in doing something with some oomph or doing something that takes them out of a rut or doing, that's passion. Something inside of you is talking, talking to you and talking at you about your passion. You know, and passion doesn't mean that you have to create anything. Sometimes passion just means to be. You know, there's, there's, there's a senior couple who live on our street, and they literally, they literally created a zen garden in their front garden. It's got um, a, a little bridge with a big, a huge, um, like, water jug and this and that. And, you know, every time I pass it, I exhale. I exhale. I absolutely love it. Then further down the street, they're, up, they're, they're the rose people. Their front yard is a rose, it's, it, it's a rose garden. And when I'm walking, and sometimes even when I'm driving, I'll put the window down, the, the, the window down, and I'll inhale. I can smell the roses. This is something that they're passionate about. And again, people aren't aware of how, what they're passionate about, how it can impact other people's lives. So that being said, we choose where we are at in life, where we find ourselves at life, in life, is based on the choices that we have made. This actually makes you really powerful when you actually sit and think about it. It makes you really powerful, knowing that where you find yourself today, and it, this, it, this, it, this, look, it just is. Okay, it, 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 it just is. It, it doesn't make it good. It doesn't make it bad. It just is. Let go of the label. It's where you're at. And the fact that you have made these choices shows how powerful you are. So when you choose to make choices under conscious direction, or should you choose to make choices under conscious direction, can you see? where that would place you. Can you see that will put you in the, the, the driver's seat? Can you see that you are the power behind, behind your life as it unfolds? Just so that we're all on the same page, and I mentioned this a little, a, a, a little while ago, if you are not passionate about your life and how you're living it, living it and certain areas in your life, whether it be your career, relationships, health, wealth, um, your spirituality, um, where you live, whatever. It impacts every area of your life. It impacts every area of your life. You cannot yourself that's not how you're designed. They like to treat us that way in medicine. 
you know, you go and see a heart specialist or you go and see a digestive specialist. And then within the digestive system, you see somebody who specializes in the large intestine, whoever specializes in the small intestine, and the um, the other one who specializes in the duodenum, um, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, you see a liver specialist and you find one that specializes just in the liver, but he doesn't work on the pancreas. And this other one doesn't work on the ducts from the pancreas. So everything's segmented, but it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. If you don't have lungs, it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. You don't have the heart. It doesn't matter. It's not going to work. If you don't have the liver, it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. If you don't have the brain, it's not going to work. Things work together in tandem. They're synchronized so that your life can be the way that you want it to be. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, 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 definitely. 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 I mean, that's why, like, you have the, that's going off on a bit of a tangent, the holistic, you know, um, medicines that deals with deals with everything. You know, it, it sees everything as, as a whole. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, what you're saying is... <clears throat> it, it's completely correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So let's have a look at number two because number two is, and people always say this to me, Liz. You know, Doctor D, Doctor Wendy, you just don't understand. Um, the thing I'm passionate about won't pay my bills. Hmm. And that's what I usually say. Hmm. And then I have a question for you. And this is for people out there. I have a question for you. And I really want you to ask yourself this. And the question is really simple. How do you know you won't be able to pay your bills working at what you're passionate about? And for every answer you give me, for every or every answer you give yourself, every reason you give yourself, every analogy you give yourself, everything that you have pulled up from your past history that you give yourself, I'm going to say ask yourself the question again. How do I know I won't be able to pay my bills working at my passion? Well, because this, this, and this. How do you know? Well, this and this happened. How do you know? Well, this, and I guarantee, I guarantee that once you get through this exercise, you have asked yourself about every hurdle you've come up against. You're going to have to say that you don't know that you won't be able to until you've done it or until you've taken it to the to the nth degree you won't know until you've done it and that's the reality unless you've tried it already you don't know and that's a fact so for number two i don't understand no you don't understand you need and you really do need to ask yourself how do i know that i won't be able to do xyz well, because this is this and this. Well, how do you know you won't be able to do X, Y, Z because of this, this, and this? And I'm guaranteed that is um, an extrinsic question that is designed to bring you to the point of saying you don't know. And then from there, you move forward. What does it look like to pursue your passion, to pursue your passion and be able to take it to the nth degree 
Because a lot of times people say, well, what does it look like to pursue your passion and make money? And then it, it takes the um, it takes the joy out of it. That's like people say to me, oh, you should, you should own a restaurant. Uh, not so much. That's not what I'm passionate about. I'm actually passionate about the color of food. Sometimes not even the food itself. I'm passionate about the color of food and the vibration of color. That's another passion of mine, the vibration of color and how that vibration acts on the body. That's one of the things I'm passionate about. But being in the back of a restaurant and cooking every day? Oh, no, man. No, 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 not so much. That, that wouldn't work for me so much. Not so much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'll be acting like a Tiller the Hun back there. Uh-uh. <laughs> that 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 for me. Not so much. But passion about food and the color or the color of food, most assuredly. And recognizing what, what it can and cannot do for you, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So guys, being being passionate about what it is that you are wanting for your life is vitally important. And not just in the workplace. I use the workplace because many people, um, many people, and I really mean many people, I would safely say, "Mm," and this is conservative, eight out of 10 people are working in jobs that they're very, very good at, but they're not passionate about. They went to college and they got they got a business degree and okay so nice you know do a business degree and I need to use it. What's the point of me going to college and doing all of this and not using the degree? You may actually find that if you turn around and start working at something that you are passionate at and start pouring your energy into it. Number one, it's not work. To be honest with you, you can get lost in it and you look up and you're like, oh my god. I said I was going to watch whatever program and now I'm going to have to find it on, you know, the omnibus edition or something like that because I can't even watch the tail end because it finished about four hours ago. Or you're working away and you realize, oh, oh, I need to pee, but I realize I haven't eaten all day. I, I, I'm, that's the kind of passion I'm talking about. And again, I believe that everybody... Everybody has passions, plural, that they are passionate about. And all these things, they actually are tied into, as Olivia said, there's a central theme that runs through. There's a central theme that runs through. And that central theme is your purpose. When you're working your passion, you're working your purpose. And people are like, oh, I need to find my purpose. Work what you're passionate about. The thing that you are passionate about, purpose, into your life. Yeah? So, Liz, anything that you would like to add? Um, no, not really, Wendy. Not really. I mean, the the only thing, it's, not, it's nothing um, mind, mind-blowing. But I was actually thinking that, um, you know, when, when people work for someone, um, you know, y- your boss was passionate about starting exactly. that business. And they started from scratch, 
you know I mean are you passionate about your job about your boss making money from the work that you do you know it's unlikely Mm -hmm. and and everyone who has worked for your boss has made their business what it is and that includes you Mm -hmm. so you could actually use that energy if you so choose to to do something that you're passionate about so that you're working mm-hmm. for yourself and not for someone else. Mhm. Mhm. You know the um it, it when when the industrial revolution hit at the turn of the last century actually um many of the cottage industries went by the wayside and the cottage industries are like um take take for instance uh, Sabil's uh, uh, next door neighbor, they have apricot trees or an apricot tree. It's either apricot trees that are huge or an apricot trees that or an apricot tree that's mammoth. And um, they uh, the the couple who who own the home. I, I believe that their mother-in-law or mom or what have you owned a, a bed and breakfast. But what, and of course, to own a bed and breakfast, you've got to be passionate about that sort of thing, that's for sure. And one of the things that they liked doing was they would make apricot jam, and it was seasonal. They would make apricot jam. And making homemade jams, homemade soaps, um, creating um, even even, uh, different types of electronics, or anything that you do at home is considered to be cottage and the cottage industry is making a re-emergence I, I mean it's bloating it's exploding because people especially this younger generation people aren't interested in being that cog in the wheel because they're realizing that it doesn't work for them it doesn't work for them I think a lot of um, I mean, people you know as you said they did their degree and what have you and they came out and there was actually no job for them to go to anyway mm-hmm. and I think that that was a wake said, up call for mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah and that's what's happening you know instead of instead of you know uh, getting out of high school and having your um, CSEs or what have you well, you get out, and before you had A-levels, and that was a good good shoe-in for a job. And then, of course, you do any other kind of higher education, blah, blah, that's a shoe-in. And you go to uni, guaranteed. Now, mm-hmm. it's not only a bachelor's degree. It really, in order to get some kind of placement, you need a master's degree. And it's like, what? You know, I, I went to school, and... And now I've got to find a job. Oh, and guess what? Guess where I've wound up? I wound up in McDonald's, flipping burgers, looking for a job that the institution has created for me or said I needed to be educated for. But they now no longer need me because technology has taken over the thing that I went to learn. And so now I'm flipping burgers. You are? How about being a franchisee? How 
How about being a franchisee? So, you know, it, it's just like, mm. I, you know, there, there are so many, there are so many talented people, uh, uh, needless to say, Libs, that I have met in my career. And although I don't say anything, uh, because it truly is not my place to say, I see talent, I see passion about things gone by the wayside because they've got a business degree or, you know, they've, they've got um, an admin degree or a human resources degree or an accounting degree or even sometimes medical stuff, medical degree. And they did all of that because mm, this is what they were told. This is where your aptitude is. You have an aptitude for numbers. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I can do this. I'm good at numbers. So, guys, it's about rethinking what it is that you want to do. And you'd be surprised, as I, as I always say, you know, when you're doing what you want to do, the universal creator known to me as God, the universal creator within known to me as the God within, the co-creator, you and the God within, will move people, places, and things so you can have what you want, the desires of your heart. You follow your heart. Follow what your heart is telling you to do, and all things will be given unto you. Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. These words of wisdom clearly state that if you follow your passion, not only money, but all things will bring enrichment to your life and will be added unto you. That's not just wealth. I'm talking about health. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about your spirituality. I'm talking about your ability to make an impact on the world that you live in for the betterment of the whole. So, darling, is there anything that you would like to add? No, not at all. Not at all. No? Okay, guys, well, I hope you enjoyed the show after a wonderful rocky start. That's what I love. After a wonderful rocky start, I hope you enjoyed the show. And, again, think about it. What what are you actually passionate about? What is it that you are wanting to do for yourself? What is it that you've always wanted to do? You know, have, have you always wanted to act? Have you always wanted to sing? Have you, have you always wanted to, I don't know, um, make cakes? Have you wanted to, um, to um, raise bees? I mean, that's another one, speaking of which. Okay, uh, a little bit obscure, but a friend of ours, she'd always wanted to raise bees. She's always wanted to be a beekeeper. Of all the things, a beekeeper. And it's all it always fascinated her. But again, it was like, hmm, we don't know if that's the best thing for you. And so, of course, she became, for all intent and purposes, um, a social worker. And she is now a beekeeper. <laughs> She's now a beekeeper. That's the thing that she really wanted to do. She's a beekeeper. Anyway, guys, um, thank you so much uh, for tuning in and listening to Am I Doing the Right Thing, Working at What I'm Good At, But It's Not My Passion. 
My name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and you've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. My co-host has been... Olivia mm-hmm. Lashley from London in the UK. Yes, that, that she has. And uh, we look forward to seeing your face in the place next week. If you haven't caught some of the other shows, please feel free. Right here on Blog Talk Radio, you'll be able to uh, download and listen to them. Also, the podcasts are on iTunes, My Life, My Choice. You can download them onto your phone, whatever, iPad, smartphone, whatever, and, and listen. There is some serious information in these shows, guys. And I know one thing that Olivia had said, and I definitely concur. Sometimes I will listen to the show and I'll be like, wow, where did that come from? Or, wow, Wendy, you really needed to hear that. Um, It's not all orchestrated, yet the universal hand is is working as we speak. Mm -hmm. So that being said, guys, um, love you, sis. Love you guys. We're going to go out with Bob Marley. Um, you know, where I say, who the cat fit? So until next time, guys, have a wonderful one. I'm Dr. D. Peace. Bye, sis. Love you, Bye. darling. Bye, guys. Love you too, darling. Bye. 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 Man to man is so unjust. Children, yeah, don't know. Your worst enemy could be your-